For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And it is a big weekend. I-85 is opening up again. And tomorrow is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to y'all. And I, uh, I have a very lazy hobby. I make craft cocktails. I try not to overdo it. They're not super boozy, but they are super tasty. So I like to identify a good one for a holiday here or there. And I have a great one for tomorrow. I just posted the recipe on my website, propagandareportdaily.com. It's called Long Live the Queen. Perfect for Mother's Day. It's an award-winning recipe from uh, Atlanta's, my favorite restaurant here, one of them anyway, Echo. And uh, it's super delicious. So if you want to make your mom something special and beautiful, check that out. And uh, But if you want to hear some deep and original insights into the news of the week, uh, check this out. We're going to be on till 6, and I've got some, I think, smoking guns on what... The purpose, the agenda purpose, as Rahm Emanuel would say, never let a good crisis go to waste. Or as my producer Binkley here tells me, uh, Edward Bernays used to say, uh, create a crisis, create an event so that you can get what you want out of it. So I think there are policy agenda items behind the Russian hacking saga Uh, And that that saga will get legs, longer life because of the Comey firing. So I want to unpack that stuff for you. I I first get to a call, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And then we'll get to some tweets at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to John and Alpharetta. Hi, John. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Thank you. And um, uh, I um, really want to compliment your uh, producer there on the father of Spence. That's uh, that yes. pretty intuitive of him. So, uh, Edward, yes, Binkley what... keeps us informed on, uh, he reads all the books on propaganda. Edward Bernays is your guy, right, Binkley? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah very, very, very astute. Um, I just want to, I don't want to take up a lot of time here, but I just want to um, state that I agree with the Comey firing, number one. I think that Trump is, as usual, light, here, light years ahead of everybody, including his communications team and the media. Uh, and I state that because he's he's obviously well read. He he knows he knows his stuff, and he knows exactly. He probably stays up at night thinking of ways that he can manipulate the uh, the uh, the media. And and I and I and I'll give you one example of that. And that was the uh, the Andrew Jackson story that came out about the Civil War. We you know uh, that's a that's a factual event. I mean that's a factual thing. Even Lincoln looked back. At uh, when he, in 1861, at what uh, Jackson had said about the rebellion in South Carolina. So 
that's one example. But I want to I want to direct your attention as a libertarian toward um, toward Rand Paul and the concern that I have on this whole situation uh, is that uh, Trump has a way of pointing us toward uh, toward situations where we have to look him up ourselves. His tweets are a transparent, uh, unfiltered way of getting getting to us outside of this press that has an agenda. So if we look at what Rand Paul said recently about surveillance, and only eight people have the ability to go deep into the secrets of the CIA and things like that, I'm more concerned about the what the CIA can do unwarranted and what the FBI can do unwarranted for surveillance and what's happened in, in the, not just the previous administration, but any administration. But surveillance against the people or surveillance against people in government? Everybody. That's what that's that's exactly the point of what Rand Paul is saying recently, where where he felt he feels like obviously he's been surveilled, and uh, other candidates failed during the uh, during the uh, campaign. But the, but the, but his key point is that they were doing it unwarranted, and he's calling for oversight. I also I also just want to state that uh, this thing with with Comey's firing has really overloaded our um, our senators. Uh, I give kudos to Senator Perdue for reaching out immediately and stating that he supported the president. I do not so for Senator Isaacson, who I think has failed um, and has been overloaded um, negatively. Now, obviously, it's coming from constituents one way or the other, but I really give kudos to Senator Perdue for stepping up and following, and this is the key for everybody, following the Constitution. The Constitution is our compass, people. That's it. As a Republican, I know you're a libertarian, but as a Republican, the Constitution is our compass. And I'm more dedicated to the Constitution to than any Republican I know. What what constitutional, uh, what are you talking about specifically about the Constitution? Are you making a specific point about the Constitution? Absolutely. Where, show me, show me, not you, but I mean, I'd like for anyone to show me where Trump has failed the Constitution, where he, where he has failed his oath to the Constitution, because that's our compass. That's what we measure everything by. Yeah. Uh, well, that's you know, a big, so, yeah, that's a big... Uh, Question: I actually have a constitutional issue with his executive order on the election. Uh, he put out an executive order last week uh, talking about federal oversight, I guess, on the elections. And I want to get into that. I want to. Uh, it's a big topic, and I have some clips here I want to play to introduce that topic because I think this federal oversight of elections which is unconstitutional article 2 section 1 says how the legislature of each state uh, decides the manner in which electors are chosen full stop there is nothing else there so the federal government should have nothing to do with it and that's what Clapper Yates um, and I think probably Trump now and I know Flynn, the DHS guy, uh, are all in favor of having more federalized approach to the elections. And I do not like that. And I do think it's unconstitutional. I think Comey should have been fired immediately by Obama last year when he uh, went over the head outside of the chain of command with the attorney general. He should never have. Uh, and he stated on May 3rd that he deliberately, knowingly and would do it again, took the power away from the attorney general and didn't go to the deputy attorney general who was not conflicted. So he should have been fired immediately. That's true. Uh, 
And, but I do not think that government agents should have privacy. I think if they have a specific reason to be private, then they should have to ask for that, which is the exact opposite of how I think private citizens should be treated. They need a specific warrant. So they're asking for all Trump's financial records. That's what the Senate wants. I don't know about when you're dealing with government corruption or whatever they're accusing him of, but as a general rule, you can't just ask for everything. You have to ask for something specific and say what it is you want because you can't just ask for everything so that you go on what's called a fishing expedition. You can find it's there's a good chance you're going to find something screwy in anybody's background. That's not what the government's allowed to do. But when it comes to government agents, I feel like they're in their official capacity. They should have total transparency unless they have a provable reason to keep it private. So this focus that Trump and everybody else has on surveillance of Flynn, on unmasking, I think is totally misdirected. And people are getting enraged and outraged and saying we need to, uh, you know, button this up. It's like, no. The leaks were information coming to us. And if they were, I mean, it seems like a setup to me, but the information was coming to us. So I think that's a good thing. And I'd like it to continue. Uh, Let me get to Jim in Athens. Jim, you're on with Monica. Yes, Monica. You know, I I find it rather perplexing that early in in, in, uh, Trump's presidency or just before he was elected, Chuck Schumer came on and uh, TV and talked about how, and laughingly, that the CIA would take him out if he became president. Or I don't remember president. that specifically. They only showed it a few times. I believe it was just on Fox. But, you know, it's pretty obvious what's going on here. And I just don't understand how these people are able to tell this lie day after day after day after day, and nobody asked us the, the, the simple questions, you know, like Hannity and so forth. If they would just get these people on and say, is the president uh, under investigation in the Russian hack? And what's the know? what's the evidence? What is even the accusation? The accusation is that uh, despite what's more likely, that the emails were leaked, the DNC stuff, the Podesta stuff, it's more likely they were leaked than hacked. It's more likely that Russia would be able to cover its tracks. But even if... So let's see the evidence of that. And even so, what's the big crime? You know, I mean, these were... Emails that are not denied. You know, the crime was scuttling Bernie Sanders' campaign. You know, like the crime was the crime. So I don't even think it's that big a deal. And I think they are deliberately, the left and the right, the media and the politicians, are deliberately making this confusing, obfuscating it, making it ambiguous, so that this drama continues. One, because it gives them airtime, which they just happen to like, and the media can make a lot of money that way. But also because they're going to get a lot out of it. And I darn it did not get to my clips. So I'm going to play the clips coming right out of the break. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Sunny tomorrow, Mother's Day, high of 83. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. So here's the thing. On Monday... Sally Yates, the deputy attorney general last year and until she was fired this year and 
Clapper, James Clapper, a known perjurer and uh, intelligence head, were testifying in front of the Senate. And Chuck Grassley, uh, he asked them a question. So he uh, there's two interesting things about this clip I'm about to play for you of Chuck Grassley. Uh, first of all, he just assume, he just makes this statement. And, and, and unless I'm hallucinating, I believe he is a Republican. He makes a statement that we all know that the Russian hacking thing is real. These guys keep making those statements because you're allowed to lie in the Senate. You're allowed to lie on the Senate floor and there's no consequences. I discovered that when Harry Reid said, talk smack about Mitt Romney's taxes, which were just is like made up, but they can say whatever they want and they do. And then uh, he also tease it up for Yates and Clapper to tell us the policy that we're going to get crammed down upon from this, what I consider to be manufactured crisis. So let's hear clip one. The fact that Russia tried to meddle in all of in our democracy is obviously an affront to all Americans. We have to punish Russia and we have to deter all nations from these shenanigans. Uh, do you too believe that the government's response so far has been enough to deter future attacks of this kind? And if not, what else would you think we should be doing? So there's just so many things annoying about that clip. First of all, <laughs> what is Raisha? Raisha. The rapper. Isn't that what you get, like the yogurt stuff at the Indian restaurant? Yeah, it's uh, ethnic. <laughs> but I mean, anyway, I think he meant Russia. <laughs> and he said the fact that Russia is doing this stuff is an affront to all Americans. Like, just throws that out there. And they all did it. Like, I, I watched hours of testimony of Yates, Clapper, Comey from last week. And this, everybody just gratuitously throws out there, <laughs> you know, just these accusations about Russia. Isn't it? Uh, I, I, hopefully I can get to more of those. <laughs> but what this guy is doing, what Grassley is doing, is he's teeing it up for Yates and Clapper to tell us the agenda. So on Monday, when I first heard this, I was like, I don't care what happens this week. Nothing, nothing could possibly happen this week that's going to scoop me <laughs> or like uh, Trump. This story, this is what I'm doing on the show, because it. I have been wondering what the Russian hacking PSYOP was about since the beginning, because... Obama teed it up with those weird sanctions around Christmas time. And I was like, why is he doing that out the door? It's obviously to provoke a, a reaction. And then what you're about to hear next, I think, is the real agenda that's on tap for this Russian hacking. I also have some great calls. Maurice, John, Corey, hang on. I want to get your take on it. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am the libertarian voice on WSB Saturdays from 3 to 6. Trying to give you a little bit of a deeper perspective, maybe uh, a more objective perspective on the stories that there seems to always be a tug of war between, let's say, Fox and CNN the left and the right and the media and the government. And I think they, they on purpose deliver this stuff ambiguously. So we're talking about the two ways to think about the Comey firing, but I actually think that is the, the kind of secondary story from this week. I might be the only person who thinks that, but 
for uh what I thought was more important was the Senate hearings on Monday with James Clapper and Sally Yates, where the clip I played before the break just now was Senator Chuck Grassley saying we need to punish Russia for what they did, which, of course, I don't even think they did anything. He certainly hasn't proven that they have. But he asked them, he kind of tees up this question to Yates and Clapper. Have we done enough to deter future attacks of this kind and if not what should we do <laughs> you know just just lay it right up for him and uh so sally Yates and james clapper saying it in different ways basically enumerate the same three policy uh suggestions advice so i'll let you listen to uh sally Yates, and then i'm going to take some calls and we'll do the Clapper one, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. This is Sally Yates asking, answering Chuck Grassley, what should we do? Clip two. I think they're coming back, Senator, and I think that we have to do a whole lot more, both to harden our election systems, our state election systems, to ensure that... Um, Folks out there know when they're looking at news feeds that it may not be real news that they're reading. Um, I, I think that we have to do more to deter um, the Russians. And it, it wouldn't hurt to prosecute a few folks, but I, I don't think we should kid ourselves that we'll be able to prosecute our way out of this problem. So she's telling us to harden our election systems. So sh to that's a federal, you know, this is the Senate. So she's telling him what the federal government should do then she wants to make sure there's a way to tell people when they're looking at news feeds that i'm just going to say she does not approve of you know because who's to say uh whose judgment are we going to use to war warning fake news and then uh she said we have to do more to deter the Russians. We can prosecute a few people, but that's not going to be enough. We need to do something else. Actually, uh, let me just wait one more minute on the calls and play you the Clapper clip because it really emphasizes what Sally just said in different words, which to me is like your classic advertising method. Or, or if you read a self-help book, they say the same thing in different ways repeatedly. And by the end, it's in your head. So let's hear Clapper clip three. Okay, Mr. Clapper. Well, as uh, much as I love uh, congressional hearings, I think there is a useful purpose, sir, because I think the most important thing that needs to be done here is to educate the electorate as to what uh, the Russians' uh, objective is and the tactics and techniques and procedures that they have, have employed and will continue to employ. And... Uh, and I, I predict it'll be uh, against all the parties. And so uh, I think education uh, uh, of the public is the most important thing we, we can do. And this hearing, grudgingly though I admit it, uh, serves that purpose to the extent that, it, that this can be shared openly. So you're dying I do think that. as well there needs to be um, more done in the way of sanctions. Uh, to, uh, to the Russians or any other uh, government that uh, attempts to interfere in our uh, election process. So Clapper actually elaborates on more stuff. I'm going to hold off for a second on that. But what he said, and I think, Binkley, you um, 
My producer Binkley's here and he's an expert, I would say, having read like everything Edward Bernays ever wrote like more than once, who is the father of propaganda and the nephew of Sigmund Freud. Mm -hmm. Doesn't this this stuff totally smack of his techniques? Well, he uses that phrase, educate the public, when he's talking about propagandizing the public in all of his books. Bernays. Yeah, that's his phrase for let's propaganda. But he'll even say to make up, to actually create events. Create to- news. Yeah, that's, you have to, he says you can't wait around for news to happen. You, you set in motion events to create news that pushes forward the uh, point of view that you want to push forward. So that's, so for me, that's what these what these guys are recommending and the way they're recommending it is uh, they want to get certain policy agenda items across and they are using this crisis manufactured or real to do it. And Sally Yates laid it out succinctly, the three things she wants to harden the elections. She wants to uh, um, curate the news and she wants to, do something to react to the Russians. Clapper so far, and that quote said, educate the electorate, which is propagandize them. So I think she's talking about censorship. He's talking about propaganda. He also wants to punish the Russians. He's going to elaborate on that in, in a later clip I'm going to play. But these are these are the policy takeaways. This this is the, the basic policy uh, impact of the Russian hack, in my opinion. I'll flesh it out a little bit more. Let's go to some calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to go to John in Flowery Branch. Hi, John. You're on with Monica. How you doing, Monica? Good. How you so, doing? I, I'm, I'm doing great. What I, I would like people to understand is that Trump literally wanted revenge on Obama, and he took his opportunity to go after him once Obama roasted him at that one dinner. And he used to his advantage the open media, which is, you know, like Twitter, stuff like that. He used, he allowed the American people to actually research and come across information. And it opened up a chink in the armor of the Republicans and the Democrats. You know, I've heard that argument before, and I don't really buy it because Ron Paul was the guy who was a real threat to the Republicans because he wanted smaller governments. I actually think Trump is an answer to that. I don't I, I think this idea that there's personal animosity between Trump and Obama, that Trump is emotional, impulsive, if he's a real threat to the establishment, I've put that to bed. Uh, to me, once he bombed Syria, it was very clear and and uh, and and the way he's going about the way it looks like his agenda is is easily derailed, is not being effectively rolled out. I just, if he actually went in and shook up the system, you know, the proof would be in the pudding. But I don't think that's how it's happening. And I and I even think like the Twitter thing. I I I'm like the only one who I've heard say this. I don't think he's just popping off on Twitter with nobody looking. I don't believe it. I think this stuff is crafted. I actually read an article years ago, or it was written years ago. I've read it several times since then. A Mother Jones article that figured out where his tweets were coming from and determined that it was unlikely he was actually tweeting. Now, it could be that he's saying stuff and somebody else is tweeting it, but that person that person is just a, a, a conduit, a vehicle. I don't really buy that. I don't. Um, 
I mean, it, it's it's I gave it the benefit of the doubt for a while, but I just don't see it unfolding that way. Maury and Atlanta, you're on with Monica. Maury or Maurice? Uh, it's Lori. Lori. Oh, Lori. Hey, Lori. Hey, hey, Monica. How are you? Good. What's your um, I wanted to say that uh, my opinion is that Trump fired Comey because he thinks he is the leak. He thinks he's the one, after he watched the hearings and things came out that were only supposed to be between him and Comey, I think he, he decided um, that he was the leak, and so he got rid of him. What makes you think that? I haven't heard that before. Just you, just your hunch, your gut? Um, no, I just, I read a lot, and, and it's, um, he, I read some stuff that Trump said that he, he thought that, um, it was only supposed to be, he had that dinner with him and it was only between those two. And then all of a sudden the stuff started coming out. Oh, that's, oh, you know, it's very weird because I noticed the sources in a lot of these articles said a close confidant of Comey or Comey told a friend of his. I'm like, that is the weirdest way of doing a source. You know, it's hearsay, it's third party. Uh, That's an interesting underlying idea and i will say it seems that there there's a lot of like there are these big uh comey got fired because of email gate or um because he got too close to russia so those are the big headlines on fox and cnn and then i feel like there are these little sub headlines that uh that we're supposed to pick up on also that try to puzzle through what's really going on. I am still of the opinion, and I know I am now possibly a minority of one, that this stuff is theater, that that maybe even the actors, Comey and Trump, are improv or don't even know, but that it's it's serving a purpose, an intentional purpose, and a purpose that I am identifying as these policy issues and then some bigger picture stuff I want to get to, about um, how it's going to impact kind of the world and the country going forward. I think, uh, so I I don't think it's as simple as that, but I appreciate the idea. I'm going to go to Arthur in Stone Mountain. Hi, Arthur, you're on with Monica. Hey. Yeah, I get, isn't it, shouldn't we be investigating our own government for interfering in Israel, Israel's elections, trying to, you know. When did we, I mean, I'm not, I would, be surprised if we didn't interfere well, in Israel's elections. I we tried um, to influence against Netanyahu. Are you saying like right. an Obama thing? Correct. What about doesn't like Israel affect our elections? Don't they all kind of kiss well, the ring of IPAC? Doing it to everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah. I know that's that was something that I was thinking. I was like, is it just Russia you have a problem with? I mean, what about the other kind? The UK for sure. Uh, some people think that our central bank basically is an arm of the city of London, that, that we are really deeply entrenched in doing other people's bidding for them. Why, why so is Russia a problem? The three, what is it, the three uh, city-states that rule the world, uh, the Vatican, city of London, and then D.C., you know. Uh, no, Tel Aviv, right? Don't people think it, it, the conspiracy theory stuff is like city of London, the Vatican, and Tel Aviv, and it was funny because Trump's first big foreign trip is going to be the Vatican and Tel Aviv and Saudi Arabia, which I always thought was, you know, kind of wag the dog thing, or I don't know. But one quick question: Yeah, who do you it. think are the puppet masters? Then we got these. Pu- every- I that I do not like. I look at a triangle. I see, you know, if you if you go back, you can go back to the UK and World War One, 
manipulating the Middle East. So maybe it's still them. You can go back further than that and look at uh, I mean, some people think that it that the original bankers in in um, Florence or whatever in Italy way back hundreds of years ago that they established the power base and never let it go. I mean, some people think it's even earlier than that, that the Knights Templar kind of predate that and think it's kind of borderline ancient. I really do not know the answer. And what I try to focus on when I think about that is what really matters, it doesn't matter at all who's pulling the strings, because if we guard the strings, if we if we defend and I, I love the Bill of Rights, I mean, I'm a hardcore libertarian. It's, it's probably not strong enough for me. But if we defended the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, we wouldn't actually need to try to figure out who was doing what. We just should go down, uh, you know, fall on our swords for that stuff, which is why I loved Ron Paul. He had a track record of it. He would talk about it. And so when an earlier caller said Trump has never done anything against the Constitution in his inaugural address, he said, the oath I just took is a pledge of allegiance to the people of America. But the oath he actually took was to defend and protect the Constitution. You need to stay focused on that, really understand it. And then you don't actually need to know who's doing what. You don't even have to care about the election if you hold your representatives to that standard. It it doesn't matter. It's really the policy they're trying to affect, right? Not the people. So, um, Great call. Thanks, Arthur. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's 71 degrees outside the studio. Skies are clearing up. The weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And I am going to go to Jim in McDonough. Jim, you are on with Monica. How you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm so glad to talk to you. Um, awesome. The problem, I listen to the television. I talk, hear all these people. And I've been studying the Constitution and the Declaration for the last three years. And the problem in this country today is people do not understand the Constitution and realize that the Constitution came from the Bill of Rights. I mean, came from the Declaration of Independence. Yes. The Declaration yeah. in the preamble talks about we are endowed by our Creator. So, A, number one, there is a Creator over all men. And the rights that we get that come from the Creator or God, whichever way you want to look at it, the government has no right to touch. That's the Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments. Do you think that holds true for States. everyone on Earth? We can vote on why wide we want a sidewalk. Jim. How fast we want our speed limits, we can't determine what sex we are, who we can marry, male or female. Those things are out of the realm of our government in the country. I hate to do this to you because I have like no time. Sorry, I didn't realize this. But, Jim, I have a quick question for you. Do you sure. think that every single person born on this earth has those God-given rights? Certainly. See, a lot of people miss that. I love it that you answered that correctly. I will ask people that, and they're like, no, it stops at the borders, you know? Super sorry, Jim, I had to cut you off. I've got another hour, though, if you want to call back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to lay out some constitutional stuff, Jim, so you stay tuned. You're going to love it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.